welcome to the Be The Light Crown Edition podcast. I'm Hannah Frey, your host and pageant queen extraordinaire. Fun fact, while most people are resistant to change, I'm excited by it. So this podcast is designed to allow me to be the light for others. By sharing my experiences across countless topics where I demolished my fears, prejudice, expectation, and rebuilt brick by brick. My hope is I can encourage you to seek knowledge, implement change, and above all, trust in God. So let's get to it. It's time for some you time. Hello, everyone. Before we dive in, I want to provide a quick medical disclaimer. So anything that you hear on these podcast episodes are not meant to be taken as medical advice. If you have questions about your own specific healthcare needs, be sure to advise with your particular healthcare provider, ideally a functional provider, but certainly wanted to make that clear. Additionally, I have also given each of my guests permission to discuss any historical health uh, issues, questions, care that they have personally given myself or my children. So certainly they have that, uh, the ability to do so as I think it's really going to provide you guys with some additional insights and value. So thanks so much. And let's dive right in. Hello everyone. And welcome back to be the light crown edition podcast. We are on our second episode of our provider series. And I have today with me, Miss Regina South. We are so excited to have her. She is a licensed massage therapist and a friend of mine who I have met since coming to Mississippi. So say hello to Regina. Hi, Regina. (laughs) Hi, thank you, Hannah. It's nice to be here. I know. We're so excited to have you. Um, As everyone knows, I've already shared this in the first episode, but this is a little bit of a unique uh, format for my podcast, but I think so important. I wanted to really bring on folks who are kind of experts in the space and also try to have someone from each area of like the healthcare field that I find is really helpful for my own health. And it's, it's, it's holistic, right? There's various ways in which we can attune to our own health, whether that's functional health, whether that's chiropractor health. And in this case today, you and I are talking about massage therapy and and how that impacts the body. So I think this is going to be really fun, a little bit different. I don't know if a lot of folks even think about massage therapy from like a, like a medical or a health perspective. I think a lot of folks, and and it can be right. Like think about it from a relaxing perspective and more of like a enjoyment or an extracurricular. And so that's not necessarily how I view, uh, you know, massage therapy always. So really excited to get your perspective. Um, but yeah, before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your history in the field, um, how, how you practice, where you practice, your family, anything that you want to share? Okay. Well, um, I have been practicing for 17 years. Um, I got into this field, oddly enough, um, early on in my twenties when I was taking care of my grandmother and, um, I ended up becoming her caregiver and it was through that time that I realized that I wanted to help people. And so, um, looking back, I can remember as a kid, um, going through encyclopedia books and looking at this skeletal system (laughs) and getting like intrigued by the whole anatomy and, um, aspect of it all. But, um, I have, since then, I've worked on my own. I've worked for two day spas. I've worked for two local chiropractors. And um, 
I've done a bit of traveling for poker tournaments, and I have my own office in South Haven, Mississippi. Now, that's great. Um, I I think it's clear that you have so much experience. I have, um, I've worked with several massage therapists in my lifetime. And um, even when I initially came to see you, you can just kind of tell, you know, when you first get worked on by somebody, even though you're new to, I mean, my body, so to speak, like, and, and, and kind of learning, um, you could tell that you're very skilled at what you do. And um, that's why, you know, we just continued to see one another. And, um, and now we've, you know, become friends. So really great to hear that history. Um, so just to kind of give people some background. So when I moved to Mississippi, which was right about two years ago, of course, my very first step was like find a chiropractor. Well, because I was like seven months pregnant, right? So I definitely needed to find someone because I firmly believe in chiropractic care. And um, one of my criteria was that um, I could also find a, a conjoined or at least someone affiliated with them that did a chiropractic massages just for for that time I needed, you know, it to be easy for scheduling. Um, and that's where I met you. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of went right to work. Um, I think I see you at religiously every four weeks now for two years. So, I mean, we've technically spent a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of helped me from, from early on. And then even now, um, you know, actually just recently started having you come to my home for massages, which is like an even added bonus for me. So um, that's really great. And um, if you could just share what are your like top uh, perceived benefits of um, massages? I mean, and there's different types too. So maybe we should start there because I call it a chiropractic massage. And that's kind of a made up term that I'm using. I don't even know if that's a real term. Um, but what I more so mean is more of like a, like a specific massage for a specific need, like you're, you're treating something. Um, so I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts on, yeah, what are the, what are the main benefits? So there are several different types of massages. Um, there is, you know, your typical Swedish and relaxation. Um, that's generally going to be for people that are dealing with high stress jobs that are just needing to unwind um, mentally. Um, and sometimes that can even roll into physically, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But then you also have therapeutic, which is a little bit more than just a relaxation. It deals with um, finding areas in the body. Um, feeling that tissue in the body that's needing that extra help. And um, there's deep tissue where you're really digging into areas. Um, also being mindful not to be hurting at the same time. Um, but the point is, is to create blood flow to areas of the body that are lacking that because your blood is very healing to your body. And most of the time when you have an issue going on, um, whether it be a post injury or um, recent surgery that you had weeks ago, whatever, your body has a tendency to hold on to that um, area and stiffen up. And if you can get blood flow into that area, it creates uh, the concoction for healing and it's um, it helps with joint mobility and releases natural pain um, killers, which are your endorphins in your body. Mm -hmm. um, I like to do more of a medical-based massage. Um, I taught for two years um, anatomy and physiology. And so a lot of what I do, I like to 
zone in on joints that are not working properly and try and stimulate some of that blood flow into that muscular and that tendon um, and lick area to create that flexibility that we tend to lose as we get older. Yeah. Or if you're like me and tend to abuse your body, um, I have to limp into appointments with Regina and she kind of tells me how broken I am and have, um, you know, need some help, but we, we primarily do therapeutic. And I want to say a great skill set that you have is, um, while you ask, you know, what, what do you need me to work on? Or like, how are you feeling? Um, I could probably say nothing and, you know, she can feel, oh, does how this doesn't feel right. Is that hurting you? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that actually doesn't feel great the past few weeks, you know? And so um, that's been my experience with finding a good, uh, a great licensed massage therapist is that intuition, I guess. I don't know if you have a, a word for it, but just that skill set and um, being able to identify areas of the body that do need work done, even if your client maybe isn't communicating that as well. Um, I think that's what sets y'all apart, you know, from like a medical or chiropractic massage perspective. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to me too, that a lot of people do not know their own body sometimes. So it takes somebody else to actually help distinguish and pull that out of them. Um, mm -hmm. And I did leave off cupping. Um, cupping is yeah. a really great um tool too in massage that it helps with lymphatic drainage it helps with uh blood flow too but it also helps with post-surgery um to kind of get your body back to where it should be after the trauma that it's been through yeah. And I think that's what folks, again, like are, are missing. That's why I really was excited that you agreed to come in and chat a bit, because I think this is a piece of the health puzzle that gets overlooked that folks don't prioritize. And I get it for whatever reason, time, money, you know, a, a good provider, or it's just this conception of that massages are only for, you know, for, for fun. Um, but it really is healing to your point. And it really should be a part of care plans, just like, you know, physical therapy or just like chiropractic care, you know, it's, it's the full picture. Um, would love to hear your opinion too on, I think there's a lot of misconceptions around when it is or isn't appropriate to get massages. So you hear a lot of like, if folks are dealing with certain illnesses or like cancer, for example, or, or just had a surgery or a post-op or if they're pregnant or nursing, you know, those are some of the the common ones I can think of, and you might have others. Um, what do you say to folks who are hesitant around receiving uh, massages, you know, when they have those issues going on? Well, some people are hesitant about massage and it's one of those things that I feel like as a baby, that is the, one of the first things that we experience and that is touch. And there's really no reason, there's no reason for you to lose that experience even into adulthood. Mm -hmm. uh, I tell a lot of people, especially, you know, those that are about to go through a knee replacement or a hip replacement, anything like that. Um, I feel like a lot of people overlook the fact that they've been dealing with that for so long that you have got tendons and ligaments that are shortened on that side. And when you go in for your surgery and they go to cut and replace the things, 
Well, most of the time people will end up having one leg shorter than the other. Mm. So it's really good to get a massage a couple of times before your surgery to kind of lengthen those tendons back out so that you don't have that issue arise. I'm um, of that. That is so smart. <laughs> yeah. And it just helps with, um, people get over their surgery faster too, because there's more blood flow that has been stimulated there. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes I'm a lot of sense. And then what yeah. about, what about pregnancy or breastfeeding? Any thoughts there? Well, um, <laughs> it's funny. I, um, some of my favorite stories actually are with prenatal massages. Um, I'm kind of six for six on people b- delivering their babies like several hours after I've given them a massage, um, which yeah. really fun because I start getting all these phone calls for um, people that are about to have their babies. And um, <laughs> it's really funny. My niece, my um one of my best friends, my hairstylist, and the numbers keep growing. Um, but yeah, it's like, as soon as I work on them, they're sending me pictures of their babies the next day. So um, it's good for relaxing and really setting off those uh, good endorphins in the body. It's good for um, people that are experiencing depression and they seem to can't get out of the funk. Um, Mm they can't sleep well, it stimulates and puts them into a better sleep pattern. Um, And I do like to ask a lot of my my clients when they come in, like, please let me know how you feel tomorrow. And most of the time, they're always telling me that they slept so well, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, one of those things that I feel like it's so hard being an adult, (laughs) you know, and, and it's uh, definitely worth getting a massage. What is the, um, what would you say is like the one thing that you wish people understood or knew about massages, whether it's like the massage therapist themselves or receiving a massage? Um, what's something that you might tell folks you wish they knew? I feel like a lot of people do think massage is just for, um, fun and it's just for, um, a little foo-foo thing, but really it's so much more than that. It allows your body to not only be just release stress, but it also enables it to keep from having to overexert itself. Um, Because while you're getting a massage, it's stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. And in doing that, it causes your body to be able to truly relax so that what I'm doing, I'm creating your body and keeping it from having the energy that it's using to have to do all the other things. It's helping fluidity, movement in a cellular uh, level of your body. It's helping um, promote better skin cells, newer skin cells to come up. and overall, I, I feel like a lot of people do not um, give our blood enough credit. When you <laughs> promote blood flow, there's magic that happens. <laughs> I think people don't give our, yeah, our bodies little to no credit for what it can do to help heal itself, which is how God designed it, right? Um, 
And I think something too that maybe wasn't specifically mentioned and it, but I alluded to is how I've kind of coupled massage therapy specifically with chiropractic care, but you could couple that with any like co-care for whatever goal that you're trying to achieve. Um, I just personally have seen such benefits. So like receiving a massage and, and to your point, you relax the muscles and loosen things up a bit. And then you have a much more effective adjustment with your chiropractor, just like you'd have a much more effective physical therapy appointment or, you know, whatever it is. And again, just speaking from experience on that. Um, so definitely just not to overlook, I'm glad you called that out because I want to reiterate not to overlook um, massage therapy as a part of just overall care for sure. You and know, thing too is um, I started experiencing massage at a very young age. In eighth grade, I um, went in for a basketball physical and the doctor had me touch my toes and discovered that I had scoliosis, um, which is a lateral curve in your spine. Mine happens to be in my lumbar area. So it affects my um, walking muscle or mm -hmm. also your iliopsoas. And so from the moment I found out about that, they wanted to do surgery and my mother um, would not allow that. So she started taking me to a chiropractor in Memphis and then also to her massage therapy who she swears saved her life um mm -hmm. and that woman ended up becoming my mentor when I got out of school and um she is actually the one that put that in my head about the blood flow and how important blood flow is to the body and um you know we do take that for granted yeah. and a lot lot of our daily routines we're sitting at desks um we're sitting behind a wheel of a car um we're not actively moving like they probably did back years and years ago when they had to really get out and and work and so we um are we're seeing repercussions of that in our joints because of it yeah I mean I think we all know somebody who deals with joint health issues so um, and a lot of it feels, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of it can feel like there's nothing we can do about it, right? That it's, it's, it's kind of portrayed as genetic or just bound to happen. And, and I uh, tend to disagree. <laughs> I think there's a lot more that we can be doing again in this wheelhouse of health to have better health outcomes. And I think this is just, again, a piece of the puzzle. So um, yeah, we don't want to overlook it. What would you recommend for folks in terms of like frequency or determining if this, uh, should fit into their care plan? Do you have any high level recommendations or, um, where someone, someone should start? I think generally, um, people should come in, get a massage and depending on their, uh, body, come up with a plan with their healthcare provider or their massage therapist um, on how frequent. Um, I see a lot of people that have got a lot of neck issues, shoulder issues, hip issues. Um, and depending on the severity of it, if they're really stiff, I always tell them maybe come in in a week or two weeks. Um, and, but then eventually get to where you can come at least once a month, just as a routine uh, wellness plan so that you can keep on moving because we all know it's all about consistency. 
for sure. That's why I have my strict regimen. <laughs> and I yeah. always try to structure my visits as well around times when I know I'm going to be putting extra stress on my body or um, traveling because I just tend to, whether it's just dehydration or just lack of, um, you know, being in tune to my body's needs. Those are when I find myself getting out of whack. Um, so I've kind of, you know, we've discussed that for my personal care, but to your point, like it, I also um, fell into massage therapy as a part of my treatment plan from scoliosis, which we've talked about because um, I also have scoliosis. And um, so definitely don't discount this as an option for folks who have like like permanent, not to call it like a deformity, but you know, if you've like a permit that might not be ever fixed, right? Like I don't intend to have surgery either. Um, and we can't pretend that like, since we're not perfectly straight, we're probably always going to have some, you know, uh, dysregularity in our muscle lengths and, and how we walk. And so that might be something I always um, have done, but just to have the quality of care to be healthy, to be able to like run and exercise like I do. And I do, as you know, very serious hit training, you know, at Orange Theory Fitness. And um, I'm actually doing my first 10K next weekend. So I'm even like running a lot more, which is hard on your body. Um, it just allows you to maintain your health to do the things that you love so that we can grow old and, and care for our kids and our grandkids, ideally. So I know those are my goals. I'm, I'm sure they're the same for you as well. <laughs> I do wish that um, the medical industry would connect more with Eastern, you know, I wish that I feel like there is a bridge that is lacking in that in that aspect. Um, when I, years ago, when I went to get acupuncture done, mm -hmm. I thought it was very, uh, peculiar that every time they would do one part of my leg, I would feel more of a sensitivity. And I asked, you know, why is that? They said, oh, that's your liver meridian. Well, most Americans have liver issues because of the choices of food that we make, you know? Sure. So, when when they said that though it made me realize um you know just even walking in the casino floor for years in the past you know i've noticed that one area tends to get more spider veins or whatever and so i feel like there is a disconnect with the western and eastern world you know with how to cope and and tend to health and wellness in the body there's so much more we could be doing, you know? I couldn't agree more. I I mean, again, I've moved around a lot. So I have experienced a lot of healthcare providers, which is why I feel more comfortable than others, like sharing my opinion about Western medicine. I mean, there have been some, you know, that are that are good, you know, in, in sprinkled in, um, but a consistent miss is considering more of like a holistic health approach. I can't say that I've, it's ever been recommended to me to consider like a massage as part of my healthcare um, right. regimen. And, you know, I'm dealing with like a curvature of my spine, like that should, that feels intuitive to me now, but I guess it's not quite as intuitive for a lot of folks. So um, I, again, couldn't agree more. I think something to consider as well, just while we're on the topic of cost, I mean, massages aren't, it's a lot of bang for your buck. And obviously the price is going to vary depending on who you see. Um, but there are ways that I have personally experienced where you can get insurance involved. So I do want to make sure that I just mention that, um, like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but individual licensed massage therapists are, are next to never going to be able to accept insurance. That's just not 
that's not the reality of it. Right. <clears throat> but there might be cases where the uh, chiropractor visit or office that you go to, they might have a massage therapist on staff and their office can accept insurance. And I have experienced that. Um, I'm not sure how they're working it through, but, and I've had friends tell me as well that they have that option. So just be sure to look into your insurance benefits as a first step. If you know, why not, right? Like use the benefits that you have, but outside of that, um, it's, we had this conversation earlier with uh, the other provider I had on my podcast and it's this concept of like, you can pay for it now or you can pay for it later, right? Like you yeah. can decide to add massage therapy or add whatever, you know, co, uh, you know, comorbidity or co um, therapy option into your healthcare plan and pay the premiums now, or you can be sick and unable to care for yourself and not have a quality of life later. And I know uh -huh. that, you and I both have people in our lives that aren't just as healthy as we would want them to be. And so um, what encouragement do you have there? Would you, would you echo that? I would definitely echo that. I, it, I think also as a massage therapist um, and I taught this to a lot of my former students about having compassion with people. And I do find myself when I'm out in public and I see somebody, I see them walking and I see the struggle and I really would love to help them, but it really starts with yourself. You know, um, we all want our mothers to live longer or to get along, get around, be able to do the things with their, their grandchildren. Um, but honestly, it starts with them. They have to make that choice. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And this is just one way that you can serve yourself. So um, it's important to to be educated. So another question I have for you then, <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't have picked the worst day to record by the way, with like this cough. It, I can't get, I can't get over it though. And I have a 10 K in a week. So I really need this to like go away. Um, you need moringa seeds. Okay. Well, well I'll text you about that. <laughs> I was going to do my, my son's nebulizer with just some saline. I'm hoping to break stuff up. Um, but tell me your favorite like massage therapy story. I mean, you've got, I know you've got some fun ones because uh, you, you haven't even dove into all the, like you mentioned the poker stuff, which I don't know if folks really picked up on that all the way, but um, yeah, whether it's like your, you could even do two, you can do your favorite story or like your favorite health story, whatever you want to share, just so we can kind of uh, learn a little bit more about you. All right. Favorite health story. Um, I'm a body nerd and I wanted to, on my bucket list of things to do was to work on an MS patient just to see if I could help them. And it just so happened that they came in and they had not been able to feel their feet or their calves for three years. Um, and about the fourth session in, you know, sometimes it takes one or two, three sessions to finally find out the plan that we really need to be using. And I decided to do the cupping on the back of their hamstrings and it immediately started waking up the neurons and um, they began saying, oh my goodness, I can feel my, I can feel some tingling in my feet and my calves and um, that day. That day they had full feeling in their feet and their calves and they have maintained it for three years. So oh that was like gosh. a miracle. 
I just, I, I'm like, I was just amazed. I'm still amazed. Um, that is really cool. It's a really cool story. Yeah, they threw away their shoes because they did not like the way that their Crocs felt on their feet after that. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Probably um, a really cool story is I had a day off. I went in for a facial at the day spa that I worked at. And when I came out, um, they needed a massage therapist to work the poison concert that was coming through South Haven. And so I um, didn't have time to go home and change. Here I am in my flip-flops, tank top and blue jeans. And <laughs> I make it over there and I work on Bobby Dahl, the bass guitar player. And um, he ended up giving me front row tickets and backstage passes for that night. And I called uh, my friend and her brother were able to attend and um we got to have a really neat uh, interview with him. We got to go to the dressing room and he said that for the whole time he was out on the stage that night, his back did not hurt. And he thanked me and we got some really cool pictures. And he uh, told me about some stories with um, his daughter. And uh, it was just a really neat, you know, it's just, it's neat to be able to connect with people that you normally wouldn't be connecting to um, in this field. Yeah. A lot of that is really cool. Um, and I remember uh, a fun story that you told. Well, I think it's really interesting because I had never even thought of this. Because um, generally when we get massages done, it's like an hour, maybe two hours max. But tell everyone what's the longest massage that you've ever done. Well, that was in Vegas this past <laughs> summer when I went to go work the World Series of Poker. And um, let me just say, chair massage in the poker world is very hard on your body in comparison to a table massage so mm -hmm. um I've been doing it though for 15 years in the poker world and um I haven't really had any complaints but this one particular player wanted a table massage and um I was staying in an Airbnb and my roommate was there so I went to go work on them and they wanted a four-hour massage and about an hour and a half into it, they asked if they could up it to two more hours, making it a total of six hours. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, go really, really slow. So mm -hmm. I basically um, did about an hour and a half on each leg, an hour on each arm and an hour on the back. Um, give or take, I kind of did the stomach as well, because in Eastern medicine, that's one of the most important things to massage. And I don't normally do abdominal massages unless someone's having an issue and we discuss it ahead mm -hmm. of, but um, for them, they did. And so, yeah, it was a six hour massage and they, um, they then invited me to go to Portland, Oregon to work on them and their girlfriend at some point. Um, because they just, they said they'd never had anybody that could feel their body and change the pressure. Mm -hmm. depending on So it really is about experience when you've been doing it long enough, you can feel things that you typically wouldn't have felt in your first year, you know? Yeah. So. 
no doubt. Like I said, that's been my experience. You can just tell when someone can pick up on on you or not. Um, and I, I put, put it on my wish list to have a four hour massage. That's a new life goal. <laughs> so one of these days, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think that's so cool. Well, um, the last thing, uh, Regina, that I wanted to to just share is if folks are local or if you do connect on uh, on social media, um, how folks can you know get in touch with you if they're interested in your in your services and or if there's anything else you wanted to share. Well, I am um, currently my office is it's located in a kind of somewhat surprising place, um, <laughs> but it's good the summertime because people are traveling. Um, Mm-hmm. office is in a high-end RV park in a building um I have a little room a 10 by 10 room and there's plenty of restrooms around um but basically I've been there for probably 15 years or so I didn't realize it was that long wow yeah and I worked at the spas in there and I mm-hmm. kind of went back and forth um but yeah, I've been doing that there. And usually people hear about me through word of mouth. I don't really advertise. Um, but a lot of people have my phone number and they text me or they find me on Facebook under Regina South and they PM me or whatever. Um, that's basically the the ways people get a hold of me or through, you know, friends that give my number out and stuff. Yeah. I mean, what a great problem to have that you don't have to advertise. <laughs> I feel like that's a, I, right. <laughs> I know that you stay busy. So, <laughs> um, but I would, I do plan on creating a website later down the road. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I mean, if you want, I'll, I'll include your phone number, um, if you'd like for, for local yeah. folks, but, yeah, that's- um, yeah, although I really would prefer them not to contact you. So you're, um, you're still available when I need <laughs> you, but I won't be selfish. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, it, this has been great. Uh, again, I really appreciate you taking the time. Again, I know how busy you are. I know that your daughter has a play that you've been really involved in and things have been kind of crazy for you. So really appreciate it. Um, and I really think that our you know listeners are going to get a lot of value out of this. I think this will be a su- more of the surprising topics for the healthcare provider series that will really open a lot of minds and and hopefully encourage a lot of positive health decisions. That is the goal ultimately is that we're educating and we're encouraging and inspiring folks to to maybe go book their own massage and um, start to research their benefits and, and kind of determine how to work it into their health plan. So I really appreciate everything that you shared. I even learned something. And I mean, I like to joke that for my listeners that Regina is kind of also like my therapist in a way. Cause we just, we, sometimes you, we know we talk for a little bit during our sessions and sometimes we've got some moments of peace, but for the most part, we're pretty much just like talking the whole time um, and sharing our life story, which is, um, which is great. Cause you know, you're a pleasure to, to talk to. So yeah, just thank well, you again. Well, on that note though, I do know be quiet in a massage. So it's good about reading body language, you know, it's, <laughs> but if they don't want to talk I won't um and I really appreciate you too thank you so much for having me on here awesome well all right that's it for today thank you all so much and be sure to tune in next time for the next uh, healthcare provider mini series and thank you we'll catch you next time